Hey, talk news. You're fucking shitting hey. me. <laughs> what an asshole. Where's he going? He's going to get a beer. Oh man. Hey, bring me a beer. Wait. I would have screamed in the microphone so maybe he would hear it through the earphones. All right, I'm going to grab a beer as well. I'll be right back. Son of a hey, I'm going to go do that too, but I don't think I have any. I'm going to go drink half a bottle of tequila. Bring me the other half. Welcome to... Hey, hey, let's talk about talk. my blues. Or whatever. I got The only podcast on the internet where people talk about movies. Here's the thing, I watched it yesterday. Hold on, shut up. Right. Hold on. <laughs> doing something. Yes, sir. I think Matt's gonna shoot. <laughs> What's that mean? I mean, I think I know what that means. Anyway, I don't. Dylan, you need to visit the internet. <laughs> I can't hear you comment, but I'm sure it was pretty great. You said you need to visit the internet. Yeah. Let me do that right now, actually. The adjustment I was making to my microphone is to make it where everyone but Dylan can hear me. It's working. <laughs> what? Alright, I'm gonna get a beer. Jesus. Go get a beer then. How are my levels? Yeah, you got time to get a beer. Hey, right, how, how am I? How am I? Pop, pop. Sibilance? Syphilis. Syphilis. <laughs> I think you're both a little loud, but I just might have my... Syphilis! <laughs> Keep that in. I hope you're recording this. Is it Wayne's World? Uh, testes, testes. One, two, three. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another SNL movie I haven't seen. Wait, wasn't that Beavis and Butthead? Uh, testy, testy. I think it was Wayne's World. That could be wrong. Um, well, I think this uh, this conversation sums up this movie pretty well. I'm really jealous of Kevin. Are you saying this conversation is fucking great? I'm saying this conversation is stupid. And, you know. Something can be stupid and fucking great. Wait, wait, wait. We haven't talked about penises yet. You got here late, Dylan. Dylan, did you go get your fucking beer yet so we can start? Oh, I was kidding. Let's go, please. I'm not oh. going to drink. It's going to make me even less coherent. You just drink. You'll be more fun. I think it's like a high lie. It's pretty fucking good. High lie. High lie. Oh, I'm high. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> that was a high lie. Yeah. No, you're, you're high. When you're high. Yeah, you were. Hey, you guys, start high. recording we're now. We already started recording. <laughs> yeah, we've been recording for the past eight minutes. It's not video, right? NSA, just so you know, Dylan is high on life and drugs and bombs. Thank you. <laughs> 
I want to bomb the president because he's bombing shit. <laughs> Did anybody else hear some clicking right when you said that? <laughs> I heard something like. Wait, is that how that works on Skype? They like tap into your phone. Yes, if you say Skype bomb phone? the president, <laughs> that'd be great if there was like an extra picture of a guy in like black sunglasses. <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> It's your fourth guy. It's, come on, we, this is Frank. Let's talk about this movie, Dylan. <laughs> Alright, I got this radio for a movie where the president is dead because I hate him. Because I shot him the president face. I think they made a lot of those movies straight to video that are really popular in our area. Do you think it's okay to have white presidents in movies now, now that we have a real black president? Because, like, for 20 years, like, yeah. we had black presidents. Yeah. Now it's okay. It is? Okay. Are we playing a game where we can try to make, make Logan as mad at us as possible? <laughs> That's what we always do all of our lives. So, hey, let's talk about that movie or whatever. And welcome to I Love Films. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. I think I'm on the wrong call. Hold on. Yeah, switch back over. Kevin? There is no Kevin. Only Zool. Stardust. So hey, welcome to I Love Films, where we're going to talk about MacGruber. Sponsored by Warmy Parker. And oh, all well, these comics and stormies. We'll go ahead and say we're sponsored by them, and then we'll ask them for money. Aries Razors. Quit saying names of things, Dylan, and let's talk about this movie. Alright, what's this movie about, or whatever? MacGruber is a 1992 film uh, starring Will Forte and directed by Harrison Ford. Oh wait, let's introduce... Yeah, but what's the wrong movie, too? Yeah, it's like a film. I'm Matt Bell, and I picked this movie. Logan, what's your name? My name is Logan. People call me Logan. Like sandwiches and short walks on the beach. Kevin, what's your name? Sandwiches. Uh, I'm the hip hopopotamus. Ah, I hear your lyrics are bottomless. Totally. <laughs> My reputation precedes me. Dylan, what's wrong with you? Hey, I'm Val Kilmer. Where's my paycheck? Give me my paycheck. All right. Yes. It's it's up your butt. Up. <laughs> probably simple. Butt hole. The butt's probably you know, going from this one. Celery. The film <laughs> I know that sounds counterintuitive. So, I already said uh, some information about the film MacGruber. Just remember what that information was and add it to this information. It was directed by Jorma Taccone, not Harrison Ford. It was uh, his only feature film that he's directed and possibly because this movie did not make its money back. <laughs> uh <laughs> It did not However, make its ten million dollar budget back. Matt, who no, is that? Who who is that? That's a person. Yes, Jorma Taccone is uh, one third of Lonely Island. The best and third. He's the youngest looking one. He's the one that looks like the littlest boy of the three. Even is though he the he's... one that's in Girls, or he's, is he the one that's in Nothing? He is in Girls. Okay. Great. <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> What are you guys laughing? <laughs> so, anyways, he's a comedy writer and directs some stuff. 
I found out today that he apparently directs that um, that uh, cell phone commercial. I don't even remember who it's for. The cell phone commercial with the guy talking to kids. Who's that? Oh, that's a different SNL guy. The, uh, yeah, the some... guy. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, so hey, let's talk about that movie or whatever. All right, <laughs> Matt. Do you want me but to Gruber... do the synopsis, or do you, are you good? Are you oh, recording that's... yet? Yeah, I've been recording. All right, uh, good. You... Uh, good job, guys. All right, all right let me get my beer. We're on our way. I've got to listen to the times that I laugh at this movie. Uh, no, it'll take too long. So, uh, <laughs> this movie is based on the SNL sketch, MacGruber, which more people have seen the SNL sketch than the actual one. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's basically kind of, um, like a, Kind of um, like a eighties action movie pastiche, sort of. That's exactly what it is. We have to go on. But All it's right. <laughs> it's as if the uh, uh, the main character, though, rather than being an action movie hero, is some douchebag who loves action movies and thinks he's an action movie hero in the movie. But he actually is a hero in the movie though. it's not like yeah like, yes he has respect from that's right governments. yeah because he got results it's true even though he's highly unorthodox yeah, yeah we'll, completely we'll talk incompetent. about that later so uh if you ever think you could possibly watch this movie and you have not yet watched it turn this off and watch it right now at your desk at work or whatever's going on or in your car and then turn this back on. It seems like there is dissenting opinion on this uh, film. There is on, on this film. This, this masterpiece of a film. <laughs> so good. So what you guys think of the movie? How about we go in... Alright. <laughs> How about we describe the movie a little bit better and who's involved? No. Alright. I guess we won't. Wolf, <laughs> Wolf Forte and Kristen Wiig is in it. Uh, Ryan, also, Ryan Philippe. Okay. And Val Kilmer plays the villain. And Wait, and also that guy who's always like a guy, a military guy. Powers Booth. Okay. Is that his name? Is that who Powers Booth is? Yeah, that's Powers, Powers Booth. Booth is. That's like a cool name for such a, like, minor actor. That's a shame. This is the part he was born to play. It's the only part he plays. <laughs> the movie is uh, actually for the first, like for a little while, it's more or less played like a straight action movie. That's what I love in my comedies. I love to see straight parodies of things that have been parodied for 20 years. Uh, that's actually that's um, that's the only sort of fault that I can see with it is the slow build. But it's <laughs> it's uh, I feel like that actually kind of works because later when you actually finally see mcgruber enter the field <laughs> it kind of makes it better in my opinion they open up with like the whole cliche i've been i've been hiding away never to join that life again well they open up obtaining a nuclear missile in well, the desert yeah with that cliche 
Which there, there's a lot of, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, old action movie tropes in, uh, in the movie. Like, um, uh, stalling. Stalling. So that you can trace someone on the phone. <laughs> well, of course, when it's MacGruber, they say, Hey, remember MacGruber, you have to keep them on the line. 20 seconds. He's like, I've done this before. Listen to me, you son of a bitch. I'll seek your dad, and if you don't tell me what that new... Oh, he hung up. <laughs> and then, like, a second later, someone calls back. And he picks it up. Oh, a second chance. Listen to me, you son of a bitch. Oh, it's my fault. It is, uh, it, it's, it, it has a lot of funny things that are very funny and sketches, but are, in this movie, they're separated by minutes of, like, action movie parody <laughs> nonsense. I feel I, like this. Go ahead, Logan. So I can I can totally see that. That was one of the criticisms about some of the other films that I know Akiva from Lonely Island, from Lonely Island, what he's done, like some of his films, is they For, feel more like a collection of sketches instead of a cohesive film. Before you proceed, please explain to Dylan who Akiva Schaefer is. He's one of the people in Lonely Island. It's not Annie Samberg from yeah, Girls. <laughs> exactly. It's not Yorma. It's not Andy Sandberg. It's the other one. The other guy. The guy that's in the I'm on a boat video for like a few yeah. seconds. Yeah. Anyway. He directed The Watch and he directed Another ill fated movie. The which, Watch uh, was kind of funny at points, but Yeah, the the Watch was alright. It I don't think the Watch was as bad as people said, but it also had Richard A. Ode in it, which tied back to the double. In the other part, he was born to play. Pretty much all the parts <laughs> I've ever seen him in, he was born to play. So, <laughs> Hey, guys, let's talk about casting in this film. All right. Uh, let's talk about casting. I think everyone's pretty perfectly cast. Like, um, Yeah, uh, and I actually yeah. I uh, had a history until I saw this of not caring for Ryan Felipe, but I thought he was all right. Do you think they should have got Channing Tatum? It was like right before he got really big. That wasn't pretty good. Yeah, that was before Channing Tatum really existed. BC, BTC, as, as an option. <laughs> he actually would have been good though, but I thought Ryan Felipe was good. What yeah, has Ryan good. Felipe done before this and between that movie he did in the nineties? I know um, he did the Magical Mysteries uh, SNL video, parody video for the Saint Clown Posse. <laughs> was that Ryan Felipe? <laughs> yes, in that. I think he was. I think it was Ryan Philippe and, uh, that guy's not a good name. I thought it was. Uh, 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 it was the, it's the, it's the larger man from SNL, right? He's a. Yeah. If only we had computers nearby, we could look this up. But we're all using he, Skype machines that we built ourselves. He was Skype also, channels. he was also in Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> oh! oh. And uh, anymore, so, I bet. So were two of his children. <laughs> Ew. I love that they didn't recast uh, Kristen Wiig. I'm so glad that they didn't go for like someone, you know, like young and, and pretty. I mean, she's very pretty, but... <laughs> That's not what I mean! I mean, she's, she's a total package, Kristen Wiig. She's pretty, she's funny, she's got it all. They didn't have to recast like a super young, you know, lady actress. I like that. She Our also, uh, there was a brief scene in a flashback where was at Maya Rudolph's wedding as her best friend, foreshadowing Bridesmaids. Oh, so yeah. if this movie hadn't been made, 
bridesmaids might not have been made. And then, I don't know. So you're saying that um, Judd Apatow, or whoever made Bridesmaids, saw her in this and was like, oh my god, we've got <laughs> her star. Bridesmaids. Here she is. <laughs> she comes Let's bread. take out the exploding and the, <laughs> no, it the was, action movie guy. It was specifically the chemistry of her watching Maya Rudolph get married. Yeah, that's really weird. I think Bridesmaids came out like really soon after this movie. I love Will Forte. I loved him on SNL. He always uh, was way more Adult Swim than SNL. He always had such a weird fucking energy going on. Yeah, he's really he's really weird. <laughs> that's the best way to describe it. His his face acting, his uh, smug uh, smile, is my favorite part of the movie, possibly. Where anytime he says anything, and he just has that he just has that like sideways like. Super confident grin. It's hilarious. Which he has that for all of the movie, unless uh, <laughs> things are sort of. Accidentally murdered a bunch of people. I like how his voice, his voice for, uh, when he when he panics is the is my regular voice. I, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> his voice when he panics. Wow, is I really never thought of that. You're like, right. It's true. It's really annoying and. There you go. It's terrible. Audience at home. Yeah. Coach for yourself. No, 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 I think the weakest part of the movie, which I still think works, is the beginning setup. Which, like I said, is kind of like you're watching a old action movie. And also, like, I don't know, I think that's kind of coasting on the humor of you knowing, like, who this is that they're setting up. Well, it's funny, because MacGruber as a character is a complete asshole. And he's completely yeah. incompetent. Yeah, he, he he's selfish, incompetent. Cowardly. <laughs> totally egotistical. <laughs> but <laughs> but of course when uh the when the shit goes down, he's totally not above groveling and begging and offering <laughs> to suck dicks. He's a real Austin Powers. I disagree. I actually well, I thought about Austin Powers when I was thinking about this. I was trying to think of other movies where because typically it's kind of annoying when uh, the main character is uh, like completely incompetent and stupid and what the government like, goes ordinarily to well like that ordinarily no one would like at all and that, but still everyone likes him in the movie and everyone except for one him. character there's always the one yeah. character who's like the audience is like why the fuck do we you know why do we like this guy yeah I was trying to think of other things like that because it it wasn't a problem for me in this one just because it was well Forte is so funny. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd watch him play this character for another movie if they made one. Well, that's good because Which they're writing for two. Really? That's the last that's thing I heard not. from Will Forte, he said that they keep talking about it, but it's just hard for them to get together and write. But and they, he's listening, though. Well, no, they like he got together with Yorma. They've run. They've written the first act. This was in. March. Do you think Laura Michaels is going to say, "All right, let's make it"? Here's ten million dollars. Let's I don't do it think again. He, he's. He's becoming oh, more of an actor now. Is Lorne Michaels involved? Yeah. Or? He's, oh, he's yeah. Moving away oh, yeah, from, he was. 
Like, yeah, they uh, talked in the extras in... about the table read for it, and he was like, he would do the like the read the subtitles and the narrations and stuff. Hmm. Lord Michael's voice. <laughs> so, what do you guys think of the film overall? Oh, we're already doing that? All right. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Like we're just kind of rambling on, unfocused, like uh, like this movie. Well, uh, Dylan thought it was shitty. Logan thought it was silly. Kevin thought it was good. Matt thought it was great. So and you want to go in right. more depth, Matt, <laughs> instead of one word synopsis? Like, <laughs> describe this movie in one word. Yeah, I was in the middle of it, and then you said, "Hey, wait, 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 wait!" Before we talk about the movie, everyone, <laughs> everyone, be described by Matt in one word synopsis. And then you I nailed mine, mind. by the way. I thought I didn't think it was good. I, you, I did not think it's shitty. I don't know where you're getting that. <laughs> I thought it was a waste of a bunch of really, really funny people. And I don't know, like, what's your what's your policy when it comes to comedies? Like, how much do you need to laugh for it to be worth your time? I fucking laughed a lot in this movie. all the time. Every single time, just like laugh cannon, just shoot no laughs. Yeah, but I laugh all the time anyway, whether it's funny or not. So it's easy for me. You know, the, the filmmakers can't see you laughing. Like, you don't have to laugh. Damn anymore. it. <laughs> Wasted years. Who can't see you, Dylan? Kevin installed cameras in his home? Oh, okay. So you're, you're a Nielsen family. That's how that works. <laughs> I just, like, glance up at the camera every once in a while. I'm laughing! Ha <laughs> ha! What's good? Don't release the gas! <laughs> like a Doctor Who plot. Wait, is that what Nielsen was? Is they kill you it's if you Nazi. don't enjoy TV? It wasn't yeah. to see how much you enjoy it, but yeah, the, the Nielsen you box to enjoy is full. it. Yeah, the like box is full of poisonous gas. Oh, named after Mojo Nielsen. Exactly. <laughs> or Harry Nielsen, I think. So anyways, here are the times uh, I left in this movie. Since, since counting up the times they... Give us a number, because I want to, like, guess oh. in my head. Let me count it up. Tell me what your number is, and let me count here. Before you do that, since counting how many times you laughed in the movie would take way too long for you to say the whole number. Sure, it's a very long number. Uh, let's instead do a different thing. Let's count how many, uh, all, all the gadgets that MacGruber makes in the movie. Because as we all know, MacGruber is, uh, sort of, uh, started as a parody of MacGyver. He's a gadgetman. He doesn't go into battle shooting folks. He's a gadgetman. He's a gadgetsman. Uh, I didn't realize that was a classification of anything ever. Yeah, I know of two people that are in that classification. <laughs> you? <laughs> and MacGyver. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. The There's the tennis ball that sort of explodes. Yep. Made that on the spot. Uh... There's the he shoved a celery stick up his ass. That's, that's not two. a gadget. That's that, what I said. That counts as a gadget. That's not a gadget. That was a found item that he put to use to overcome they, obstacles. They did, however, talk in the um, extras about <laughs> they went through all kinds of ideas on how to keep it in his ass. He's trying to like work out <laughs> apparatuses, apparati. 
and they realize, hey, our job's pretty cool. Uh, all right, so we're up to two. Um, he desecrates a corpse slash rigs up a little water cup to splash some guys. Yeah, that's a, I think that counts. Oh, and he fashions uh, an engagement ring later. Oh, I like, like that part. That was really fun. I don't remember that at all. I did that's like the water was, cup part. He was going to disarm the bomb, and he's like asking uh, Ryan Philippe for stuff. And yeah, he this gives was, it to him, and he makes a ring was, and gives it to Kristen Wiig. Yeah, oh. this was at the at <laughs> the end right. of the movie. This was the MacGruber sketch moment, which you know, MacGruber sketch just ten seconds. MacGruber, all right, hand me that. I need some up. tape. Turns to the other. Here hand me that thumbtack. Coming in at you, MacGruber. <laughs> and they like totally went into that mode at the end. And they Otherwise, all... the fans would have just been outraged. Like, they I, all... as... Did you yes. get really mad when that happened? It was, it was more of a no, I was miserable mad. motherfucker. I was, I was mad when it didn't happen. I was like, I, come on, I, I'm a huge fan of MacGruber. Give me the, do the sketch. And they did the sketch. It was great. Oh, I, okay. I got my $5 worth. <laughs> they played the theme at the beginning, but it's a movie. So they played like more of a, you know, like a, an actioneer theme. It's great. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I did. I did. I hated the part where they, the beginning where they have to convince him to come. Like I hated that so much. The beginning part where he's in the the monastery or wherever yeah. he is. Uh, one thing that I think would have really made that better is something they said that they wanted to put in, but uh, there were budgetary constraints. Uh, they wanted to have him when he finally decided to go join their effort. And leave the monastery. He was just gonna burn the monastery down. That would have been and then funny. walk away from it. <laughs> that would have been totally MacGruber. The guy refresh, the refresh my memory. What makes him decide to go? Uh, a dream and a nightmare of like remembering his wife being exploded. Okay. At the altar. I like that. I like the close up of Val Kilmer from his car window. He's like, "Fuck you." Yeah. This. <laughs> This movie is uh, full of lowbrow humor. It's it's not in poor taste, I don't think, though. I don't oh, know. <laughs> it's not offensive. It's mostly just like, oh, penises. Yeah, we're, we're middle school yeah, boys. Just... Every day's a workout when you got to carry around a 20-pound python in your jeans. You and your dick comments. It's fun to say them. It's fun to hear them. That's why I say them. That's why I listen. Did you guys think it was funny when he gets in his car and he's like playing some badass music? But then wait a minute, it's a comedy, so he switches to funny. He switches to girly music. That's my favorite part. Isn't that hilarious? You're such an asshole, Dylan. Yeah, why do you mean girly music? You just listen to, like, soft rock. Exactly, but you think he's going to be hardcore. He's going to listen to some, like, metal. And you also think he's going for, like, some badass car, and it's, like, a Miata. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. But that's MacGruber. And he's got his detachable radio. The Blaupunks. I love the montage where he gets his crew. And then, like, I wish you could see my face as I was, like, smiling and chortling. And then it gets to the end with the gay stuff. And then it turns into gay panic humor. And then my, my smile turned upside down. <laughs> that yeah, shit was, I was fucking funny. No, it wasn't. It really yes, wasn't. It, it was, was really disappointing is what it was. Fuck you guys. That's, that's a character that, yeah. Think about MacGruber. MacGruber's character. Yeah, MacGruber is not laugh, an open-minded individual. A, yeah. Stupid. Yeah. A complete yeah. asshole. That's what was funny dumb. about it. And it's not just that he like crossed him off. It's like, yeah, like, <laughs> it's almost, uh, it's almost yeah. like a gay panic. That's a good word for it. <laughs> gay panic. Yes. Gay yeah. panic humor, I'll call it. I'm going to trademark that. It's almost the word that I used to call it. Though. 
So you would have thought it would be better if those dudes were kissing. Which, by the way, that was the big show, and I believe the director of photography. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about our favorite scenes in the film. No. So you would have preferred it, Dylan, if he saw the guy kissing and was like, I tolerate this. <laughs> I think that would have been funnier, because I think he's going to be a big homophobe, right? Because he's like an 80s action star. That would have been funny. Or, or like, he told, like, it's funny when he makes a face, like, whoa, that's unexpected. And it's just kind of dumb when he crosses the that's what I didn't expect that. I expected the face, and then I didn't expect him crossing. <laughs> to shun him? <laughs> Although he does spare his life. Like, it does yeah. spare his life inadvertently. I mean, I mean there that could to be... me was the joke instead of it being a gay joke. It was a list joke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> check, check, no. If you want to think about positively, maybe just like, oh, my friend found love, and I don't want to risk his life on this mission. He was <laughs> so being very thoughtful. So did you guys take that joke as a hate crime? Like, we hate gay people. Yeah, that's only what it was, though. No, it wasn't! Oh my god. Are you serious? You seriously think the dudes that wrote this movie? No. You think that Will Forte... No. No, I I don't. The joke was that he's gay and makes the rumor feel weird, and that's disgusting. I'm going to cross him off the list. That was the joke. It that wouldn't be funny joke. if it was, like, yeah, a normal guy. It wasn't funny it's at all! Rumor. But it's is this douchebag. So, of course you expect it. Like I said, to me, the joke is not the gay. It's the crossing off the list. I don't know. I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty funny. The joke of it is, wow, MacGruber's fucking horrible. And it's worked into, like, an action montage. It's like, even in, even in this kind of cliché back together action montage you still see wow MacGruber is a huge fucking asshole I did like how uh, when he fights when he meets Ryan Felipe and he fights with them uh, the colonel like over it's the, the overdub a line to get him to stop talking like he says the guys like five times like way after yeah. he didn't stop talking <laughs> guys 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 like, like, this yeah. fire guy that was really funny to laugh at <laughs> he, he said guys twice and they looped it Guys, 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 Involuntary, involuntarily got a laugh out of me. Like if you say the F word like fifteen times in a minute, I'm probably gonna laugh just because it's what's happening. It's pretty good. That scene on the on the tarmac was one of my favorites too, where he's like uh, uh, getting into it with Ryan Philippe. I thought that was really funny when he's like, uh, "Oh, I'm starting to like this guy." Wait, <laughs> just kidding. I still hate you. <laughs> Just kidding! I still hate you. Yeah, we'll still hate you cells. too. You want to go? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys like it when Val, uh, Val Kilmer paints? I like that a lot, actually. I love I that. Yeah, that was very funny. But I, I like this picture even. The shoes. Take the shoes off. It's, I like that. <laughs> I actually like weirdly think that the uh, and this is weirdly that the character depth in this kind of rivals any of the movies that we've watched so far. As far as stuff that isn't actually explained to you that you can read in, I, I feel like you can see how MacGruber was a huge success 
but also he has always been who he is. Specifically, like you can see with those guys, 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 guys. <laughs> with those guys, he assembles his fucking dream team of soldiers uh, who are all WWE dudes. Yeah, and, uh, totally unexpected. The names were fun. I like the names. Which, though, if you imagine him leading a team of those dudes. Well, with his style of just sending people in and seeing what happens, you could see how MacGruber would be a really successful team leader. I imagine him, like, sending those dudes in, dressed as him, like, sending one of them in. Now I'm just picturing uh, the guy who plays Kane, like, I forgot the wrestler's name. He's a wrestler's name, but I don't remember right. his name. I forgot his name. Yeah. I think it's Glenn Jacobs. But I just imagined him dressed as MacGruber now. That's just hilarious. <laughs> it is, right? Matt, I think you're giving this movie a lot of credit. Like, I'm thinking, like, back to Blue Ruin. And all well, the like I said, when you look at what a movie actually is, a lot of the shit that I like about a lot of movies, it's not necessarily planned out and intentional and like i said i don't know if it was for this but there's a lot of shit that you can read into this i feel like the only thing i can read this i mean i'm jealous i wish i had i think your intelligence your ability to do that because the only thing i can read and say any of the characters here are like the the cliches you know like the 80s movies cliches like we could probably write all write their backgrounds and that would come pretty close to like what they actually were you know if we talked to the creators yeah, I've, I've had that thought, too, that uh, the four Sorry, of us Matt. could probably sit down and write something just like this, you know, if we were so inclined. Because it is, more than anything, it's just a collection of, of funny things for a grouper to do. I think the thing I like about this movie the most is the fucking delusional hero. Just the constant him with his... Not plans, because he never really makes plans, but his expectations and them constantly, like, just running into the reality of what's going on. I would have liked more of that. There was enough of that for me. Well, can you think of something else where the the hero is just completely inept? Awesome. And, do- and doesn't think that he is or thinks that he's way better? Austin Powers was pretty good, though, at what he did. He was just silly. I feel that's yeah. most comedy, most like action comedies. The main character is is bad, but somehow good. Like the Pink Panther movies, you know, it's like buffoonish, but they still get the job done. Bumbling so it's into... on the level of Pink Panther. That's quite a compliment. <laughs> well, I didn't say that it was as good as that, but uh, <laughs> maybe Pink Panther Four, maybe the one like they made after uh-huh. he died. Yeah. And also, usually when you have when you have uh, when you have a hero bumbling. Person in the world. Yeah, that's just right. You're right. Person. That's not even. I like, do love how confident he is. It's not even the fact that like he's good at what he does. He's terrible at what he does. Like, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, he is completely inept at what he does. And actually, uh, like when he assembles his his team of dudes he used to work with, he packs a bunch of homemade C4 in the van with him when they go to meet the press. And it explodes, killing the entire team. They just spent a whole montage getting 
after that, the military dude, Powers Booth, that recruited him is like, Gruber, I'm pulling you off. Actually, first she says those were nice funerals. <laughs> yeah, it, it cuts right to that. Yeah. Do you think that the direction they gave Forte, if they gave any direction at all, um, it feels like it was like, like okay, you just scratched your dad's Lexus. Like, that's his exact reaction. And I'm like, going up like nine of his closest friends. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my dad's going to kill me. Pretty what much are you literally. talking about? He contorted his body. <laughs> it was very yeah. funny. I'm saying it's a good thing. He looked like a Muppet. Oh, no, no, no! Ah. <laughs> maybe it's the whitey voice. It just felt, it felt very, like, that's gonna kill me in a funny way. Well, that's just how McGruber gets when he panics. Right. Like, uh, that's what I like. I feel like you had a preconceived notion about this movie. And they informed all of your decisions of whether to laugh or not. Yeah, you told me it was gonna be great, and it wasn't. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> no, I told you guys to watch it a long time ago, and you never did, which proves that you did not want to watch it. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, I didn't talk about why I picked this movie. This movie was a trick to get Dylan and Logan to watch this movie. I can't wait to tell you guys my pick for next week. Oh, my God. Pewter Beach Party 2. We're gonna, oh. We got to make it, you guys, then we're going to no. review it. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no All right, guys, Peter this Beach one's party. fully naked. No, hey, before, I think it would be fun to do a podcast about movies that don't exist. That like just so try hard to, to trick people. <laughs> that's like that's yeah. almost like getting like an MFA like thesis would be like making a fake podcast about film and like deeply analyzing it. I think Let's we delete this part and do it. I think we could probably add lib it. I think we could wing it. I think we could just do it and see what happens. Well, the joke would be, I think, like, everyone is constantly trying to escalate the things that's happening in the movie. Yes. You know? Like, we don't talk about what the movie is about before, and just, like, it just gets crazier and crazier. And then you guess so what movie fun. it is, and you write in, and if you guess it right, you want a prize. Yes. It's like the prize in uh, Shirley Jackson's The Lottery. Oh, no, that's not a prize at all. Spoilers. Hey, I haven't read that yet. I assume it was really good. I, I, in ninth grade, it was pretty good, but I've read a lot of books since then. I've not read a lot of books since then. So the prize was really good in ninth grade, <laughs> but you've read a lot of lottery-based books with better prizes since then? Yeah, surprisingly, the prize was not as great as you think for a book called The Lottery. All right, I won't read it then. We'll put but yeah, MacGruber is, not, MacGruber is not good at his job. He's constantly... Uh, just has no plan. There are multiple times when he his plan is just to dress someone else up like him, another one of his team members, and send them to where the bad guys are. Uh, he's constantly. <laughs> so you're just gonna wing it? Uh, there's a there's big a... difference <laughs> between winging it and seeing what happens. Now let's see what happens. Do you think? Uh... <laughs> Do you think and, um, people who had a hard time telling white people apart like had a hard time with this movie because the characters are the same race and they're always wearing each other's clothes? <laughs> I think uh, the distinction... racist villain. I think this is... is I think the distinction between the person who looks like a Muppet can't tell white and the apart? person who looks like a, an action movie star I'm feeling very self-conscious now. 
I need to distinguish myself tomorrow. I mean, you guys all have beards. I figure you're all kind of just like a, like a tri-godhead. You, know, the same you did have really long hair, but you recently cut it, Kevin. So you look more like a regular white dude now. Yeah. Typical white dude flavor. Spoilers to anybody who was waiting to find out what color <laughs> Kevin is when you see him in real life. But yeah, and MacGruber like is powder. constantly at every chance is giving the his adversaries all the information <laughs> about him and his group, like to brag to them about how he's come to get them. Is that <laughs> funny the tenth time they do it, though? Yes, that was always okay. funny. I think to they me. only did it twice. Yeah, I think they did it twice, but still. That was fucking... Because uh, he goes into the club, like, to get information, and he, he smashes the bartender's head into the bar and says, he didn't know anything. <laughs> And then goes onto the stage and tells everybody who he is, and that, that Dieter von Kant is up to something incredibly evil and astoundingly deadly. Uh, allegedly, I should say, for legal reasons. But I am coming for him, and I am going to kill him. <laughs> and then he spells his name for everyone and leaves. <laughs> Capital M. Hey, see. Which later, when Kant's dudes <laughs> inform him uh, that that happened, a guy named McGruber came in. He's like, all right, bring him to me. Uh, we don't have him. <laughs> Why not? Uh, well, nobody thought he was a threat. To be honest, they thought he was mentally handicapped. Matt, what's your favorite scene in this film? I don't know. What's yours? I Ooh, I turned it around on ya. Now, how's this going to go? One way out of this. Tell me your favorite scene. Uh, I don't know. There's so many great scenes. I will tell you one part that I just love that is so stupid, but I love it. It makes me laugh every time I see it. And it is partially just due to Val Kilmer. <laughs> is uh, when he's holding Vicky St. Elmo, Kristen Wiig's character, <laughs> captive. And he's explaining to her, she's tied to a chair, and he says, uh, it's like, McGruber gets here, it's like, first, I'm gonna watch him watch me kill you in front of him. And then, I'm gonna watch him watch me kill him in front of a mirror. Then, I'm gonna watch some TV. I hope for something good on. Right in the face. Hey, Val Kilmer... Any, like if he notched it more notch like uh, wilder than he was playing this character, it would not have worked. But it's like right there, it's perfect. Yeah, he did a good job. Yeah, but you uh you never do find out why he really has it out for MacGruber's character. <laughs> at uh, at one point during uh, some downtime in the movie, Ryan Philippe's character asked MacGruber uh, why uh, von Kant wanted to murder. MacGruber's wife, my Rudolph. And uh he says, I have no idea. Like and they actually used to be good friends in college. And there's some other stuff. Yeah, that was just really fucking dark. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I like it. That was like great. That. And that you kind of realize at that point in the movie, like, oh, MacGruber's kind of the villain of this movie. <laughs> like, he kind of created 
the bad guy that Kant is. Before that, he was a guitar-playing hippie. And also, uh, right after that, Ryan Philippe is looking at him disgusted, and it's like, it's really fucked up. And it's just, <laughs> thank you. Clueless MacGruber. This movie uh, had the uh, comedy rule of threes down to, to the T. Explain! Uh, for, with, four <laughs> with four examples. With four examples. Alright, I can do two. Uh, the celery gag is easily the funniest thing in the film. That's my favorite scene. That's my uh, least favorite thing. Not that I uh, wasn't into it, but... <laughs> but you love this movie so much that even your least favorite thing is still pretty fun. I just love that that was, in his mind, that was a gadget. Right. Okay, so three-stage joke. Uh, after that scene, he eats the celery, Kristen Wiig calls him out on it, and then he says that he washed it, and then he tells Ryan Philippe that he didn't wash it, like, secretly. Uh, that's a three. That's a, that's a rule of threes joke. Three things. There you go. What? That's the you rule of threes. Four things. So when you're saying the rule of threes, it's, <laughs> it's three things. You're counting happen. how many times somebody references an item. It's a few things. So in this example, the three things: eating the celery is a joke. Oh, he ate the butt celery. If no one reacted to that, that would still be a joke. <laughs> the second thing is when Kristen Wiig like explains the joke. That's the second part. And the third part is when he like reacts to that by actually like having another joke, like he didn't wash the celery. That's the third part. Come on, comedy professors. Get on my page. So you're counting her seeing him eating his butt celery and being grossed out as explaining the joke? Right, that's like the thing. Like we, we saw it. So the if somebody does something So if somebody does something that's a gag and then some the other people who are right there in front of them have a reaction, that's them explaining the joke? Kind of. It is like to us, I think is what he's saying. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, that's explaining the joke to us. Like, we know it's funny because we saw him put that celery in his ass. We don't need a character to react to it. But then he brings the joke up to the next level by, like... Dude, so you're saying you don't want her to react to him eating ass celery? <laughs> no! What I'm saying is... <laughs> is that, I'm saying is, if it ends there, that's... Oh, she dumb. reacted to it. That's... I could have seen that coming. I'm saying classic <laughs> script writing 101. They're just following the textbook. Yeah, what I'm saying is, it's not funny when a character reacts to a joke. It's funny when, um... I didn't character... fucking say it was funny that she reacted to it! You're saying <laughs> you don't want her to react to it! I don't think I ever said that, I just think, like... Matt's just really defensive of the film. No, I'm really not! I'm just really... <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, like, I don't give a shit how you about anything. Like, a lot of people hate this movie. Like, that's fine. I don't care. But right now, you're saying that, uh... uh what are you trying to prove, Matt? What are you trying to prove? You're saying, ah, oh, they uh, had her react to the thing she saw, so that's... The second reference to the thing, alright, I got the tally here. And the third thing is when he reacts to that in a funny way, that it makes it a joke and you know, it makes it funny again. So you have a thing, it happens, it's funny. Uh, something else happens with that thing, not funny. Something else happens with that thing, funny again. So to summarize, you're saying she should not have reacted to the person eating ass so I never once said that, Matt. <laughs> but if she doesn't! <laughs> If she, if she acts to the ass celery, you get mad. Mad, mad, mad you. <laughs> I think it's I think it's dumb if that was the scene. If it's like he eats the celery and she goes, "Yeah, that's gross." Like that's stupid. But they don't do that. They 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 go past that and it makes it funny. 
that makes it funny. Like, he tells her he washed it, and then he, he, like, mouths silently to Ryan Philippe. Like, I did not wash it. That's funny. That's four things, so it's funny again in your mind, right? Well, I'm putting, like, his... I'm putting his reaction to her reaction as one thing. Is that cheating? I don't think that's cheating. I don't know. Look, like, I don't care if you didn't like the movie... I, was I thought just that saying, was funny. This particular thing that you're criticizing is fucking <laughs> stupid. Well, I, I thought because it was. I'm was not criticizing it. I thought it was funny. Yeah, you just so you enjoyed this part. I, I, I think it was funny that a lot of Matt, a lot of movies will like do a joke, and a lot of trailers this do. We'll do a joke, and then the character reacts to the joke, and then it just ends there, and that's fucking stupid because we saw the joke. Why do we need a character to react to the joke, or like to, to talk about the joke? That's dumb. But it goes one past one step past that, and makes it funny. Again. Yeah, I still first. think you're really overanalyzing shit in like a weird way. I think you're giving this movie way too much credit by like creating these awesome backstories for these like paper thin cliche. No, again, that shit is there. Like that shit's all there in the movie. That may not have been what they had in mind, but that shit is in the movie that it's fucking set up that way. All right, I'll give you another example. You know this Simpsons episode where Sideshow uh, Bob uh, Cape Fear, right? He calls them to like a lake house. Thank you. <laughs> so, were you actually asking me? That... I should. I should know. I, I don't know. The scene with the rakes, right? It's the steps on the rakes. Thank you. It's hilarious, but it's like they perfectly formulated for the right amount of times that he gets hit in the face with a rake. Like it's funny the first time because it happens three times. Okay, settle down. It's funny the first time you're getting caught up on this thing. This thing like that's a literally be true. I'm getting caught up on the things that you said. Okay, listen. He steps on it once, hilarious. He steps on it again, kind of dumb. Keep stepping on it until you pan back and you realize he is surrounded by rakes. That makes no sense, but it's hilarious. Yeah. And that's the third thing. Yeah, this is what's so? stupid about what you're saying, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's a totally arbitrary number of things you're counting. It's comedy. It's a rule of threes. It's a thing. I, I didn't make it up. I, I, I no, 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 no. I'm familiar with this. What I'm saying is the thing that, like, your counting system is totally arbitrary. Like you're dividing a long thing into three things, which well, you like could easily thing. divide into more things or less things. I'm, I'm dividing my character beats, right? Like by kind of jokes. Like there's three jokes there. So you're I saying you're like, by character beats, you mean things? Yes. You mean things. Right. Exactly. So how the fuck are you talking about? All right. What he's defining is all right. There's an overall joke. Holy shit! Logan. Logan. Logan! Get him, Logan! Get him! Logan, I get what he's saying. <laughs> I'm saying he's fucking arbitrarily defining where these different things are. And that you could divide anything like that up into more or less... Well, not anything, but these but specific two examples that he gave. But it's specifically revolving around celery. That's the thing. Okay, here's another example. That object. I'll give one more example. The thing okay. with, the, with the... I'm gonna pound that cunt. First time he says it, it's kind of just an aside, it's funny. He says it again, and it's like, why is he saying this again? They already did this, why are they doing this again? The third time he does it, Ryan Philippe calls him out on it, and it turns into like a meta joke. That, it becomes funny again. Similar. To that. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, there are two fucking scenes. Where's the third, Dylan? That it kills my thesis. I was thinking the same thing. There's it's when he's third... in the in the office. He says, "It's like, oh fuck, tell me what you want me to fuck. <laughs> tell me what you want me to fuck. Oh fuck it." There you See, go. This is what I'm saying. 
I'm not trying to pants off. <laughs> I'm not actually trying to defend this movie when I was arguing with you. I was just trying to attack you for your stupid ways <laughs> of watching movies. All right, one. That fuck somebody well, else. I don't that's have like two. a clicker where I'm like clicking. All right, that's three. Let's do this. Let's do this, guys. Let's wrap it up. No, it's it's just. It's a problem thing. It happened. I don't know what else to say, Matt. You know what else to say. I think you're. You, I think you're just. The love of this movie is blinding you things. No, again, to whatever about the movie, but fuck you, Dylan. <laughs> no, but what I was gonna say is, while you were just trying to explain whatever you're trying to explain, you cracked out on Skype, which is uh-huh. the gods proving your guilt. I win. Trial by uh, Skype. No way. The thing said. We're like shut up. Yeah, everyone's cutting out and stuff. Like, Skype is fucking up. We're all guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Blood on our hands. So, next week's pick is Group Suicide. (laughs) Alright, you first. Hey, here's another thing that I like. I like the ghost sex scene a lot. I liked when he's spitting on Maya Rudolph when he's saying how he's going to shoot. He's, like, spitting on her. I was laughing high definition really. That was heavily, he was heavily, heavily sweating on her. Mm-hmm. Sweating and spitting. And also, I, like, so did, where is... That was the, real sweat, by the way. I'm sure. I'm sure they got into it. Where was his jizz after that scene? Was it inside of the ghost? Was it on her grave? <laughs> that's an excellent See, question. I that's think that deserves those, its own podcast. That's one of those <laughs> things that's the hallmark of a great film, is it leaves uh, it up to your interpretation. Bro, man, you're right. <laughs> it's so deep, bro. Also, there are three different possible locations that could have ended Fuck up. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> My thing makes sense. <laughs> Dude, anything makes sense if you explain it. That's <laughs> what I do. We're never watching a comedy again. <laughs> Yeah, right, we're watching still... Sallow. Next week's movie is Sallow. Oh, I don't want to watch that. Yeah, we're not watching that. You already picked it, though. I was using my joke voice. I did it three times. I said it three times. Dylan, your joke one. voice and your regular voice are the same. What are you talking about, friends? Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Oh, no. Now I'm just doing real forte. All right, you guys. I'll see you next week. We're watching, uh, I don't know, some cat videos. All right, so KFBR three nine two. Let's actually go. Hey, (laughs) by the way, that notebook, uh, Will Forte wrote all of that himself. Damn it! I was gonna talk about that because I wanted to go over the favorite scenes because I never did that. Okay, Logan, what's your favorite scene? Was it? Did it have the license plate notebook in it? Yes, it was. That was my favorite. One of my favorite scenes in the movie was. Oh, I called it. Yeah. (laughs) Where earlier, there's what happened exactly with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, when they he were arriving, it's like nice car or something. Yeah, he's like, nice car, asshole. And he yells, fuck you. He takes down his PR392. He's just repeating his license plate number, yeah. And later on, Brian Felipe is in the van. I wish the movie had more things like that that are crazy. Yeah, he's going through the van. He's looking through McGrew's notebook. It has. This like, entire first... movie was pretty crazy. Yeah, the first page says clues. That's says clues, and then it has nothing else on it. Turns the page, <laughs> license plate. Turns the next page, it's the license plate even more over. And it just gets, like, more... Like, the license plate's just, like, 
scrawled more and more on the on the piece of paper. <laughs> and and each I, and each page this. has one of the letters made up out of the whole license plate, like in order as you flip through. Yeah, and what's even better, it's like you start hearing whispering as he's going through the notebook. <laughs> like creepy. Yeah. Like like the baddest. So he just flip, and it just that. stops That's as soon as he funny. shuts the notebook down, which is awesome. Yeah, it was just the creepy build ambient noise. Yeah, that was my favorite scene in the film. And also towards the end, right before he shuts the notebook, there's a drawing drawn very crudely by MacGruber. <laughs> presumably of him hanging from a tree and pooping on the guy's car. And the guy standing next to his car with the license plate drawn there, looking up and getting poop on his face. Yep. I was just wondering, do you guys think he is mentally handicapped? <laughs> MacGruber? In yeah, the reality but- of the film? Yeah, because you see the notebook, and it also made me think of the note he passes Kristen Wiig at the beginning. He's like, you know where to find me? And he passes it to her, and you open it up, and it looks like a four-year-old wrote, I'm at the Pentagon. I think Pentagon. No, Pinto Go. Pinto Go. Yeah. <laughs> so he has to be, he has to be, there has to be something wrong, right? I don't think that he is legally minty, mentally handicapped. <laughs> I feel like he's right on the line, though. Like, I, IQ wise. Right. All, All right. What's your IQs, everybody? Go around. 247. There you go. That's made up. Yeah. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Oh, uh, right. yeah. That's a pretty good IQ. <laughs> that, that answer is a sign of a high IQ. He did the math. He's got it. And there were three numbers, so it's funny. You guys are reducing my argument. <laughs> to, to, it is. To, we're giving further examples of your arguments. All right. We're doing a comedy podcast about the fundamentals. Rule of threes. It's the first first one. Hey, guys. I like the part where MacGruber's... I'm sorry. Val Kilmer is framing MacGruber with the manifesto. And then MacGruber's yeah. first text. <laughs> that, I yeah, did like that a lot. Great. <laughs> He informs MacGruber that he's going to be exploded and that they're going to find this manifesto you wrote about how you blame the government for your wife's death and holds up this really crudely drawn thing that says, fuck you, America, manifesto by MacGruber. Stapled. And MacGruber responds. I read that. You got to believe me. That was pretty good. I'm being framed. I don't know who, but somebody's framing me. I am. I'm framing you. <laughs> Jesus. Did you guys stay past the credits for that yeah. post-credit scene? Sets no. it up. Sets up the sequel. I stay past every credit that's ever happened. I've even had a, a fucking uh, a movie theater sweeping dude be like, hey, you probably don't want to stay at the end of this credits if you're trying to see something at the end because that's generally only Marvel movies. They're uh-huh. at the end. And I was like, okay, great. And, and, you're like, and after away, he left, there was something at the end of the fuck. Well, Matt, Anyways. he works in a movie theater. He cleans up popcorn in a movie theater. Come on. Are you I, know. I, I have very perfect. small victories in my life. I go, yes, I defeated <laughs> the guy sweeping the movie theater. You you're wrong. Said, you should have said, get away, zit face. <laughs> uh, sir, the show's over. <laughs> I've been kicked out. I have nowhere to go. Like, that was a critic leave. reference if no one got that. At the end of the critic, when he's like at the thing, and then yeah. the guy's like, "Yeah, after the credits." The... Oh man! Did you stick around to the end of the credits for the critic? 
Oh no, I don't know. I, mean, I have some bootleg Taiwanese DVDs. I don't know if they have credits on that. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite scenes was probably when he, uh, when MacGruber is finds the guy's car that he's <laughs> uh, that he's been looking for the the one with the license plate that KFPR three nine two. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> he's just like smashing it up. And he gets a call from Powers Booth that's telling him, uh, I don't remember exactly what he was telling him. I just, I love the scene because he. He he was telling that he got intel that like Kunth wasn't actually doing the shit. And it was like a decoy or something like that. And then he was trying to convince Powers Booth like, no, it is. Like, I know Kunth is behind this while he's just keying this car and smashing the windows in. And he sees a newspaper in the front seat of the special congressional session or state of the union i think yes yeah, state of the and union. that he's like oh, that's oh it that's God. what he's gonna do but instead of like going and taking care of that yeah he, he, he as soon as he car. sees that he runs back to his car screaming oh my god he's gonna shoot the state of the union and then he gets back to his car and <laughs> yes. gets out a can of gas to go burn <laughs> the guy that yelled at him's car and i the, think we can all agree that this movie had a lot of funny scenes the the wedding scene is just insane. At the I, I wouldn't I wouldn't um I wouldn't spoil any of that because if you sat through this whole movie you probably there's probably a bunch of stuff there that will make you laugh or go Jesus Christ what the hell what the what happened? <laughs> yeah, the very last thing was pretty awesome, and I if you don't want to say it I won't, but uh, I just wondered he he said at one point. He told Ryan Philippe he had a line for when he finally got cunt. <laughs> and like w- when he said it, he would look over at him and he would know that that was the line. And there's something he says at the very end. Yeah, I just wonder if that was his line. That was his line. That was totally his line. I think so, too. We should just go ahead and say it. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's his line for defeating the, the villain. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Yeah. So what did you guys think of the movie overall, Matt? What's your opinion? I thought it was pretty good. Dylan, what do you think? Uh, Give me a couple minutes here to formulate. Um, I I wanted to like the movie a lot more than I did. I love everyone in the movie. Like I said before, I just wish it was maybe more of a Tim and Eric anarchic series of funny sketches than like a movie that's beholden to being a pastiche of 80s movies. that's all well see i kind of to me like that was part of the good thing about it is it didn't go totally crazy you know like there was a certain level of i don't even want to say reality because it's a really silly movie <laughs> but you know it didn't just go crazy over the top like uh just straight out of the gates. There's just this guy is just so fucking inept. I guess I just like have no affinity for for what it makes fun of, for what it parodies. Like I've never seen a Rambo movie or anything. You know, I've just like absorbed all that through cultural osmosis and other parodies. I just I don't know. I guess Logan, it, it... drop Dylan from the line. He's never seen Rambo. <laughs> He's got things to do. Kevin, <laughs> what do you think of the film? Um, I thought it was very funny. Um. I think about what Kevin Smith said about Clerks when I was watching it. It's kind of barely a movie, but I mean, there's so much 
just silliness. If you if you like that kind of that kind of thing, then you you should love this. Me, I enjoyed the film a lot actually. <laughs> it's a ridiculous, ridiculous movie though. It's very stupid. It's a big <laughs> stupid movie. Lots of dick jokes, lots of just crude humor, lots of lowbrow humor, but for the most part, it works all the time. There's some things I didn't like, but I mean, it was you, mostly you thought, like you thought that the film was anti anti gay. No, just that joke. <laughs> just that joke. That's and I just thought it wasn't really funny because it's just kind of like roll your eyes, whatever. Yeah. The one it, the one thing about this to me is there wasn't. I can't think of any parts that I didn't like. That I was like, oh, that was it was so stupid that it took me out of it, or that was just didn't make enough sense to keep me moving forward as far as you know what we're watching. I think that's probably the strongest. That might be the strongest part of it is that it doesn't have any real like dead moments or low points. I guess. Here's a question: Would you guys rather watch a movie like Commando that's ironically hilarious, or this movie? Ooh, That's purposely question. purposely funny, you know. It uh, depends on my mood, honestly. Well, if I don't. Go ahead, go Matt. God, you go, go ahead. ahead. You go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. All right. If I'm gonna, I think if I'm watching something, and I'm kind of drunk. I'm hanging with a bunch of people. The Gruber might be funny, just to have on in the background. But I don't know if I'm paying attention to it. Maybe Commando. <laughs> I don't know. It just really depends on the how I I'm say, feeling at the I time. I say don't decide. Watch them both back to back, and then then back to back again, but the other way. And then, then then look for a new job because you were fired for missing work. <laughs> well, MacGruber really is very much an action movie parody. And it was really what really surprised me about the film was how violent it was. Because <laughs> you see people getting oh, yeah. shot. There's like lots of blood. I was very yeah. surprised M- by that. MacGruber uh, makes multiple references early on in his <laughs> braggadocious manner of like ripping throats. And then at the end, when he actually finally goes into action. You see, he does have one move of ripping people's throats out. He can actually do that. And he's really good at that. <laughs> and, and he loves it. Yeah. And Ryan like, Felipe is just disgusted. Yeah, his character's just disgusted by that. He's like, well, I've got one move, so get used to it. McGoober's like, ah, like, cool, right? <laughs> and Ryan Felipe's just like, that's pretty disgusting. Another great part, though, is when he uh, discovers how awesome guns are oh yes (laughs) i love the fact that mcgruber he does not use guns and this is totally like mcgruber is a person who is completely caught up in his own persona like this persona that he believes he has concocted and he doesn't use guns because guns are for dumb people like smart people use their minds and gadgets (laughs) But then you find out at the end that uh, he doesn't really, really, he doesn't use guns because he doesn't know how and he's scared of them. (laughs) 
And then when he finally shoots a gun for the first time, he's like, these are so much better than those stupid gadgets I used to make. And he's just standing up, like, firing wildly. And he's instantly ready to just discard his entire life, like, yeah. <laughs> rules just instantly. Waving his arms like a Muppet. I think I got that guy. <laughs> Which, again, his life rules, those were just a persona. He really doesn't have any really strong values that couldn't be thrown away if they yeah. away. He's what do you pretty... guys want out of a uh, out of a sequel? What what would you guys like? What would you change? It's a good question. What would I Logan? change? Logan. Also, think... after he shoots the guns and they do the cool like uh uh Bruckheimer like slow motion them going across the room to get out firing their weapons uh when they go out the door, MacGruber like throws the guns merrily away. Yeah, like, uh, I do have to say that the villain would have to be Cunt's daughter. Ooh. Ooh. But they have to Except recast I... her as like Maya Rudolph or something. <laughs> Say she well, changed I'm not her sure face. they could get away with, with calling her cunts all the time. Yeah. That's a good point. It's weird when it's for a lady. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's a little weird. By the way, I think we probably all saw the unrated version. I would hope so. Well, how would I know? Um, it was funnier? Oh, wait. I'm trying to think of a... Sp- I don't think there was any like nudity. Of a very specific <laughs> difference that you would remember. And Ryan Philippe's butt. Is that... Oh, yeah, that's right. How could I forget that? I really remember Will Forte's butt, but not so much Ryan Philippe's. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that at all. Well, uh, it wasn't because you didn't watch the unrated version because did you, did you hear ch- the joke where at the end of one of the scenes he's like, "Guess who just got invited to the guest list?" And it like yeah. builds like leading into the next scene. It, it like was it's, like it's gonna cut, and then he's was, like, "Guess yeah. who's invited?" It was right after Powers Booth like, uh, you know, mentioned to him something about Cunt's Don't fundraiser, and then he and was he, like, "He's like, yeah, we know about it. We'll be there with bells on," and he's like, "No." He's like, I'm not, I won't wear bells. Yeah, he's like, no, you stay away from that fundraiser. Yeah. And then that's when he hangs in up. The, says, in the theatrical cut, it cuts directly to the party. But uh, in the unrated, it, he goes and sits next to uh, Ryan Philippe and uh, Kristen Wiig. And he's like, guess who just got added to the guest list? And it like does this orchestral build like it's going to cut. They all nod. And then it dies. And he's like, no, guess who just ended the guest list? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> okay, so okay, that, you saw the that was the unrated version. Then. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I looked up the differences. None of them were for content. They were all cuts they made for time. Oh, yeah, interesting. That's like, that's like the fucking. I think this movie came out in the prime time of people really hyping the unrated edition for every fucking movie, and there was nothing in there that you know was cut out for content. I also saw that its release date was like May something. Like, were they, are they nuts to release this movie? Like, you know, Maybe against I don't know, it came out in 2010, people. but yeah, yeah, <laughs> like a mockbuster, like a, like a <laughs> Asylum Films or whatever that's called. <laughs> Do you think if this movie was made ten years ago, though, um, would there be a Matrix parody? There probably would be a Matrix parody, right? He would be doing bullet time, and it would be like spinning around. No, because that's lame. You don't think so? <laughs> I know, but I mean, the style of the time. That's that's not the uh, kind of action hero MacGruber is, though. He's an 80s action yeah. guy. 
hear it. Ah, that's what happens then. That's what happens in the sequel. He gets a partner that's like a 90s action guy. That's good. Like a Bad Boys style? Yeah, yeah. He's like actually really good and cocky. And he like can't deal with it. And the third sequel, they get a cocky. And he has a breakdown? (laughs) The third sequel, he's good at RoboCop. Wow, the RoboCop. Only this movie made money. I mean, wow, imagine the sequels they could have. (laughs) Man, is this your favorite uh, Saturday Night Live film? Yes, it is, for sure. What's yours? That's a good question to ask everyone. Me? Um, I, I guess this one. I, I've, I've seen like this and Wayne's World. I think those are the two that I've seen. <laughs> if you like this one better than Wayne's World, then this is your favorite Saturday Night Live. Movie. I guess by default it has to be. <laughs> no, think, like I'm I telling Wayne's you. Wayne's World is probably better. Wayne's World is your best shot to like a Saturday Night Live movie more than this one. <laughs> That's the previous best. I think, what, what are the, like, a list of films super quick. Okay, so it's this movie. Uh, actually, before this movie came out, um, my favorite Saturday Night Live film was possibly The Ladies Man. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, the Ladies Man, uh, the Mary Kept Gallagher. I, I wouldn't say that The Ladies Man is a good movie, but... It was really funny. I thought it was great. So, my mom always made me change the channel when he came on. I'm looking at a list right now. There's the Blues Brothers. Oh, you're going out. That's the best one. That one. That one. Wayne's World. Wayne's World 2. It's Pat the movie. Stewart saves his family. I was about to say that one. Stewart. A night at the Roxbury. You know what that is, right? Yeah. That was the daily affirmation one. I do kind of like that movie a lot. Good enough. I'm smart enough. I got it. People like me. People like my movie. It was made by some. Superstar, Ladies Man, and MacGruber. Wait, A Mighty Wind is on this list of Saturday Night Live films. What? You're looking at a wrong list. Yeah, you're looking at a wrong list, son. Yeah, you fucked up, Wikipedia. It's almost like fucking anybody can add shit to this fucking thing. <laughs> see, I'm looking at Wikipedia right now, and I don't see that. I don't see a Mighty Wind. check it in like four more minutes. Just hold on one second. What are you looking second. under, Logan? <laughs> so which one's your fave, Logs? My favorite, uh... Superstar? I actually haven't seen that. I haven't seen that either. Probably Wayne's World. I think I've seen most of these. I've only seen half of them. I think Wayne's World is probably the strongest other than MacGruber. We need a Falconer. I've seen seen most of these. (laughs) Falconer? Yeah. I see. Maybe, maybe <laughs> in the sequel, they find out that the, the Faulkner and the and MacGruber twins separated at birth. Did you know the man who wrote the Falconer is Will Forte's writing partner, who also wrote this movie? Yes, everyone knows that. All right. Also, <laughs> did you know that he came to do to open up for Dimitri Martin at my town that I went to college in? No, no one knew that. No one knew that. Hey Logan, you should check that list again. I think there might be some new movies on it. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a picture of Dylan's balls. (laughs) Uh, There's no other movies. Are you sure? Yeah. I think there is at the bottom, maybe. I think you're wrong. You should... Oh, shit. Let, let me check this different list that is the one I ended up looking at. I had to check it out. Although it says it doesn't cite any references, so I don't know if this is accurate. Yeah, it doesn't cite any references, so I don't think it's I don't think it's a film. Because the only ones that 
are in blue are the ones that are films. What are the other ones, though? It's just, they uh... They look like they're films. It's saying the movies are the Godfather, Passion of the Christ. That's what it's saying these films are. It's a description of these movies. I don't know oh. why someone would say that, but... Oh. This is a very inaccurate description of the, these films. Yeah, they need to check their sources. No wonder yeah. it's got that warning in the header. Yeah, probably just some asshole just wrote that in, not really knowing what he's talking about. It's probably cute, though. It's cute. I'm gonna donate some money to Wikipedia so they can pay for a Gestapo to hunt down people who write things like that. <laughs> Excellent. That's a great idea. Hey. So. Now that we know what we think, everyone thinks of MacGruber. Has anybody been watching any other films? Anyone seen anything good lately? I did. Some, someone else go first. I didn't mean to watch that, uh, what was that movie that I didn't see? Watched, yeah. Oh, the one that we reviewed? Yeah, you know that one. Blue is the warmest color. Yeah. Oh. Wait until your kids leave and then watch it, please. <laughs> yeah. Bring a six-month-old to it. That's... Don't. <laughs> six weeks. Six weeks is a big effing difference. Jeez, yeah. Six weeks. It's like it's like a kangaroo Joey. <laughs> You're saying that like it's better, Kevin. <laughs> In my mind, that is much worse. Yeah, it's not even a person. Come on, it's only six weeks. The, the only thing it was gonna be was boob and the back of its eyelids. Look, this thing just fell out of my wife's crapper. What's the deal? You can't even see you. You know how babies work. It's not even a person yet. Exactly. So it, the Whoa. rules don't apply. Easy, liberals. Whoa, yeah. That was kind of got political for a second. <laughs> I watched Arms of the New Black and I like it. I like it a lot. I like eight yes. episodes. It's pretty good. It comes out pretty soon. I actually uh, keep meaning to watch it. Uh, I watched like half of the first episode and I thought it stunk and I turned it off. But then I heard somebody saying that it gets better. And I was going to get I was going to try and give it a shot. Uh, and I keep trying to get my wife to watch it with me, but she's completely uninterested for some reason. It's it's a pretty good show. I really enjoy so it. kind of bad for laughing. Every time I laugh, it's got that edge of like, oh, they're in prison. It's kind of sad. <laughs> so. What did your wife think of this film? I assume she watched it. Oh Matt. yeah, she she likes it a lot. Okay. Yeah. Tony, you've been watching anything recently? Or... Uh, not this week. I used up all my uh, movie credits last week. Dylan, how about you? I just said it. Oh, it's New Black. Yeah. Okay. I watched um, Crystal Fairy and the Magic Cactus in 2012. Oh, cool. And I thought it was so good that I actually looked up the other shit that um, Sebastian Silva did, and I watched another one of his movies, which is a psychological horror film named Magic Magic. Oh, I think I've heard of that. That was pretty cool. Did you watch it? No, I think I've heard of it, but I haven't watched it. I was talking to Dylan, Logan. Oh. He said it was pretty cool. And I've I only said, heard it. It sounds pretty cool. I've only heard it. Oh. I think you that swallowed was... part of the word sound, so it would sound like you had seen that movie. I would never do that. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> did you swallow something else there? Huh? Has anyone seen uh, Days of Future Past? Oh, I like that movie. Yeah, I saw that. It's really good. 
I think I'm probably the only one that has not. It was extremely disappointing. Oh, what? Alright, you guys fucking don't get into this right now, because I plan on seeing it. Not to say that it it wasn't good. I was actually... Here's the thing, though. Kevin (laughs) thought that Avengers was disappointing. I didn't say it was disappointing. I said it lacked something. You said it wasn't what you wanted. It lacked something good. <laughs> it liked everything that was good. It, it could have been better. And this is coming from a, a comic movie fan and a Joss Whedon fan. It could have been so much worse, though. I yeah, it was much more good. good. It was... Yeah, I mean, if you put it that way, <laughs> it could have been terrible. And it wasn't terrible. It was good. It just wasn't great. I felt like, uh, I, I felt like Joss Whedon had really kind of gotten out of his Joss Whedoniness. I didn't see that. I thought the characters talked very much like, like uh, like they were from Buffy. I, I, I did not, and that's something I'm kind of. I was just uh, reading Joss Whedon comics. You know that he writes like non-Buffy comics. I always got that, and it really bugged me. Like just no matter what the characters were, they all sound like they were uh, part of the. Uh, yeah, Scoobies or whatever. Like the Bendis style? That, yeah, where everyone just sounds like Bendis. Yeah, where everyone just talks all the time. Where everyone is Spider-Man and Spider-Man's double Spider-Man. I think Josh said that. <laughs> double Spider-Man. <laughs> it's basically like Bendis is the narrator and his words just come out of everyone's mouths. I do like Ultimate Spider-Man. That's good. I think I like Amazing Spider-Man 2 better than you just got recasted. Uh, they recast it for the second movie with Donald Glover. They're gonna they pulled it out of theaters and they're gonna reshoot. <laughs> oh, please do an origin story, please. <laughs> hey, I got some McGroover trivia. You guys wanna hear McGroove's trivies? Alright, sure. Uh, I wanna hear why Kevin didn't like X-Men on foot. Well, Let's okay. just uh, let's actually just say X Men was pretty good. <laughs> say that just so no one thinks, oh, X Men was a terrible film. It was actually really good. Well, Logan, I think I really good. It was I think really I, good. Yeah, I think was... I gave anybody who hasn't seen that but has seen Avengers an idea of how to take Kevin's work and compare it to their own opinion. Why? Because I said Avengers was good. Because you said Avengers wasn't what you expected. Shut up. Don't do that confidence, you I think you saying that uh, actually just, it struck me as especially crazy because in my head, like, my, if you asked me for one line, it would be, they've fucking delivered. Like, that was exactly, <laughs> exactly what I wanted. I said that to you. Right after we saw it, and you were like, that was fucking great. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I never say what I feel about a movie. Kevin, why didn't you like it? Why didn't you like it? What, X-Men? Yeah. Avengers. Uh, say why you didn't like Avengers. No, I don't care about that. I liked Avengers. Shut <laughs> All right, you guys call and talk later about X-Men. Uh, All right, we'll, oh. talk, we'll talk about X-Men after Matt leaves. And after Matt, what about your trivia? Right. I want to hear your trivia. Um... Uh, do you want me to tell you trivia or have it in the form of a fun game? 
Uh, second one, oh, second one. Yeah, we're going in like two hours, so... It's a fun game? Yeah. Yep. Sure, why All right. <laughs> All right, first one to yell out how many days uh, Principal's Photography 29. on the script was. 30. All right, Kevin won. Um, first it? one... I... Okay. He didn't get the question. First one to say M- MacGruber's first name wins. Ian. Max. Stalin. The so, next question is. Uh, I forgot. I don't know. And that was the game. We need three questions. Yeah. Oh, shit. We do need three. That's the rule. I had four, but I erased one of them. No, just Where's push them it? together. Let me see. Smush them up. Here's my list. <laughs> now you're going to have to look for that list three times. Where's my list? Oh, there's my list. That's not my list. All right, forget the list. All right, game over. Oh, uh, what kind I of underwear does Will Forte wear? First one to yell it out wins. Kind of what? What kind of what? What kind of underwear does Will Forte wear? He doesn't Locked wear any. Commander, Kevin commander. won. <laughs> it doesn't matter if anyone at home can hear what any of you are saying. It's fine. Also, the scene of him getting dressed in the rain, that's pretty funny. So um, okay, what movie are we watching next week, you guys? How fun. much did they pay for Miata? Thousand dollars, twenty bucks. Closest without going over wins. One dollar. Damn it, <laughs> Dylan! Your first get was guess was better. Zero dollars. No. All right, Logan won because you changed your guess from a thousand to one dollar. I don't know. I did what I thought it was, was right. Fifteen hundred dollars. You'll never get the showcase now. Also, they actually shot in the Pentagon for those Pentagon scenes. No, they didn't. Wow. I still think that was a joke. Two or false? No. Oh, false. You're all wrong. They actually did. <laughs> What's wrong with them? Why would they get that permission? MacGruber was an inside job. Okay, so Dylan. <laughs> hey, Dylan, pick that movie or whatever. It's my turn? Are you serious? All right, you took too oh. long. Oh, all right. shit. Uh, no, I do. I get okay. to pick again. Um, I am never. infamous for always having a movie ready. <laughs> that's, that's a signature. Hey, I All just right, want to share. Watch... I actually, I made notes. I didn't look at them the entire time that we were talking, but now for some reason I picked them up and looked at them. One of them says Lauren Michaels real. I don't know what that means. That's How is real talk. spelled? It with two e's? No. R E A L. Oh. <laughs> I think he's a real person. I think you're just doubting his uh corporality. Oh, so, so you think Lauren Michaels is real? Hmm. Yeah, it's the Wachowski siblings. Same thing. Dude, let's keep going. I think we can make Logan's head explode. Alright. Out of I think it's just gonna implode out of boredom. Yeah. Uh Isn't it Lana so Wachowski? Alright, so I'll pick the movie. It's how movie. movie. Since since we saw this movie. I think a good companion piece is the last action hero. So I'm gonna make you guys watch that. That's Fuck not true. I'm not gonna yeah, make you do that. How do you suppose we watch that? Internet. You have... <laughs> Here, here's the thing, Dylan. If you actually legitimately pick that, I would watch it for the podcast. But I would also drive to your house right now and attack you. You don't know where I live. Yes, I would. I, do. I would watch. I know it what room you're in. Happy. I would watch audience? it and say, "Listen to all this painting. great music." Dylan, do you have a movie picked? My pick this week is. Barbarian Sound Studio. Okay. A movie starring a guy who played Alfred Hitchcock, not Anthony Hopkins. 
Oh, so um, we're watching Barbarian Sound Studio. Okay, we yeah, are. Right, it's available cool. on Netflix. It's about a foley artist who goes crazy or something. I've never seen it. It looks good. Oh, yeah, I was planning did, on watching that. Yeah. Did you? Did I, did you? I don't think Dylan was here when I said we were going to watch that. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I steal your pick? Damn no. it. No. I, I oh. don't think y'all said he couldn't pick movies anymore. I wasn't was really part of that, the by sacrament. The way. Is that bad? Come on, no, please. it was just because fuck you because you weren't there. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's fine. He actually texted me though. I. My phone was dead at the time, so I didn't know. Everybody, I before we I sign did. off, what's the rankings? How do you compare this movie to like Blue is the Warmest Color? Like, what do you, how are you going to rank this? <laughs> you have to be a good Best critic. You have to be a mindful and uh, delicate critic. It's like comparing apples to bananas. Which, bananas, if you're a fruit bananas. critic, you have to be able to do. It's true. Uh, real quick. That missile, missiles look like penises. Like, there's just uh, no getting around no. it. Real <laughs> missiles look like penises, but that yeah. missile was kind of a penis. Yeah, especially okay. penis. Very much a penis. Speaking of Dr. Strangelove. Uh-huh. Anyways. Look at this. I just watched that again recently. Um, it's, all up. it's a really fucking good movie. Rank the Kubrick films from worst to best and then back to worst. We'll do that on the special Kubrick episode. Yeah, for donors up, only. <laughs> I'm doning. I'll don. Do you say I'm you're doning? I'm <laughs> That's what you say. If you guys want to hear us talk about Kubrick, <clears throat> donate a $5 to our PayPal account at kickstarter.com backslash movies or whatever. If you want to see me fuck anything in the room, just send 50 bucks and tell me what you tell want me, me to fuck. Uh, I'm John Lovitz. Uh, you sound like John Acting! <laughs> so next Obama. week we're watching Barbarian Sound Studio. Spell Barbarian. That. Awesome. It starts with B, right? <clears throat> yes. I like how Logan's so it. surprised that I picked a movie that's not garbage. I <laughs> am. I thought you guys tried to say Computer Beach Party or some bullshit. Oh, yeah, or The that. Sacrament. But no, Barbarian Sound Studio, I actually... Well, the week you weren't here, I was talking about that. I mean, we can skip it. I can. We can watch. No, I, party no that's, that, that's great. We'll watch that because I wasn't going to pick that <laughs> for next pick. So, all right. I don't it's remember on you talking about that either, Logan. Let's go back to the tape. I've heard its name before, and it could only be here. So, <laughs> well, I, I mentioned it to you, Matt, and then you they're like, "What's that?" And I started describing it. And you're like, "Well, it sounds interesting. Don't tell me anything else. Stop talking." Uh, about that, it. Sounds that sounds like me. Too. I'm going to believe that's true. So next week, Barbarian Sound Studio. Hey, everybody. Good night. And about that movie. you stopped recording, didn't you? Uh, no, not yet. I was waiting for you guys to say goodnight as well. Good Fuck you, the public. Kevin. I mean, I love you. Uh, goodnight. Hey, guys, where can I get a money order after 9 o'clock? I gotta pay my money. Gas station. It's okay. It's still right. open. Oh, is your customer service part open? Or sometimes it's closed. Normally until 10. Alright, we're taking your questions about landlords, rents, maintenance requests. This is Money Matters. No, I've never written a check in my life. I'm not going to today. Take that. Do you have checks? No, I've never had a check or written a check. Why would I ever do you have a checking account? I, I do have a bank account. Well, for one reason, you don't have to fucking go out at night to the gas station to get a money order. Well, first of all, I'm going to Publix. I might buy some hummus. You know, I might get some chicken tenders. It's a great place. Man. I know. Yeah, you can get that shit at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> gas station hummus. Get a banana. Maybe that sounds good. Money orders in Circle K. Yeah. Your public friend.
I feel like I trapped on the corner. I'll let you guys know. Just stay on the line. I'll come back. I'll let you know how it works. I don't know. I don't care that much about that. Whoever takes them out right track. Alright, so we'll cut all that stuff out. Okay. Thank you for listening. I really hope that you like what happened here with this one. You can check us out on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, at Tatmal. I'm sure you'll figure it out. Bye! <laughs> I'm so good at don't.